Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. As a visually impaired, there was a phase in life when my vision was dropping drastically. I found myself seeking help for the simplest things in life, making phone calls, managing my contacts, moving around in Uber. And then a turnaround happened. A sighted friend was helping me book Uber. He kept asking me questions and I kept giving the selections. And voila, the booking was done. And this got me thinking, what if I could, right on this phone screen, build a virtual friend, exactly like my friend who was helping me book an Uber. And thus, Louis was born. And this is the story of how today's guest tried to solve a problem for himself that wound up being very useful for many other people. We'll speak with Pranit Bhargava about his Louis voice control system, and you'll get to hear this system in action and learn how it can be used to perform everyday tasks. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip is really more of a life philosophy from Pramit. I can share things from my life, uh, you know, experiences. Uh, not as a tip, but uh, just, just what I've learned the hard way. So one thing, you know, when I analyzed this th- three-year lost phase, I realized that I was trying to live life in the past. And often a great idea is to just poke yourself and say, okay, what is it? Where am I? What am I doing right now? You know, how much can I see if I have a vision issue? And what is it that I really want to do? And that's a question I didn't ask myself. I didn't listen to my inner voice. And that was the result, I think, uh, because of which I just, it just took me so long to come out of this lost phase, uh, just trying to live in the past. Louis, I am sure, is helping you to focus on the future. I think it has given me a great uh, meaning in uh, life. And, you know, I can tell you, I used to be completely selfish and completely self-centered and, you know, only everything was transactional for me. What is the benefit for me? You know, to move from there to build something that can potentially help others as well. And, uh, you know, with an objective that, you know, can we positively impact lives of others? I think that's a wonderful switch to make. And uh, I mean, there cannot be anything more uh, motivating or uh, making one happier and uh, giving peace. Support for Eyes on Success is provided by the Hadley Institute for the Blind and Visually Impaired, offering the 2021 New Venture Business Competition to help blind entrepreneurs turn their ideas into actual startups. More information and submission criteria are at www.hadley.edu slash nvc. And by... NaviLens, a four-color QR code designed to be located and read from up to 60 feet away without the need to focus on it. Personal places and items can be tagged and shared with family and friends with codes obtained inside the NaviLens app, available for iPhone and Android. More information is at navilens.com. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Pramit. 
I'm uh, Pramit. I'm the founder of Louis Voice Control, and I'm also visually impaired. And Louis Voice is, in a way, uh, all about solving my own problem. And you are located in India, correct? That's correct, near Delhi. Tell us a little bit more about your background. Do you have a computer programming background or a business background? Oh, okay. I have both, actually. So I had a normal uh, vision. Uh, I did my computer engineering and then went on to do my MBA. So I left engineering behind. But of course, you know, what you learn stays with you. I then pursued a career which was more in marketing and uh, managing businesses. So I worked with global companies like uh, Unilever, Motorola, Quest Diagnostics. And I take it you lost most of your vision later in life, so you had to accommodate to doing things in a new way. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. But, you know, it happened about 21 years back that uh, it was reaction of a drug where my vision just dropped uh, drastically, literally overnight. I was getting some correction, and then I think nine years back when there was a sudden drop, and that's when everything got cloudy, foggy, and I couldn't read anything at all. So the adjustment has been uh, slow. It was only nine years back that, uh, like I said, it was so sudden that it took me completely by surprise. I didn't know how to deal with it. So I was sitting at home three years, doing nothing, completely dependent on others, not, uh, you know, a lot of fear inside me, not really clear how to get out of it, how to deal with it. It sounds like you're trying to create some of the solution yourself. Yes, in a way. And I, I think I would like to thank a couple of people who actually got me onto this path. Because you can imagine as I got out of it, I was doing the safe thing, you know, because I was using my past knowledge to do consulting. And then to suddenly think of, you know, stopping all that, getting into a new startup. And yes, uh, of course, it was a big motivator to build something to solve my problem. Yet it can be difficult. But I think what really clinched it is when somebody actually pointed out that, you know, it's almost like a golden opportunity if you can leverage your disability to build something that can not only work for you, but hopefully for other uh, people as well. And that got me thinking. I said, you know, I don't want to be on my deathbed and uh, think, uh, you know, and thinking, oh boy, only, only if I would have taken this, that opportunity. So I said, let me give it a shot. Uh, let me take more risk in life. And uh, hopefully things will work out. Support for Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Find out more about partnership opportunities by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is the Louis voice control system for smartphones. In the introduction, you mentioned the name Louis. Can you give us sort of the elevator pitch about what Louis is? Yeah, sure. It's called Louis voice control, and it allows users to give just voice commands to Louis. Louis is like a virtual friend. It will take your voice commands. And it will allow the user to completely control their favorite apps as well as the phone functionality, all with just voice commands. And is this for Android, iPhone, both? Currently for Android, because uh, just to tell you, it was a very complex uh, project, technically. When I started off, every technical expert, every uh, accessibility expert told me, don't waste your life, you won't be able to build it. Now, having built it for Android, having figured out the tricks of doing it, uh, we want to do technical feasibility in the second half of the year and hopefully have it out for iPhones as well next year. Nice. And where did you come up with the name Louie? 
it so happens that the name is actually inspired from uh, Louis Braille, who was the inventor of Braille. And of course, Braille has had so much impact in our lives. So I think Louis voice control, I think I'll be personally happy if it can have uh, at least a fraction of that impact. Now, when I first found out about this app, I thought, boy, this sounds pretty similar to what iOS calls voice control, which is primarily aimed at people with dexterity problems, whereby you can control your phone just with your voice. But when I looked into it a little bit more, it seems pretty different than that and serves a very special purpose that isn't served by voice control. Can you distinguish the two applications and how Louis is different? Oh, yes, there is a dramatic difference between the two. So to begin with, uh, the Apple voice control is essentially built for people who are sighted, but with the motor disability. Now, Louis is built keeping a blind person in mind who cannot see the screen at all. So that's difference number one. The second difference, let me just highlight it by giving you a very simple example. Let's say as a user, I'm looking to have a glass of water. No, what one has to do in uh, uh, voice control is that uh, if I have to uh, ask uh, voice control to bring me a glass of water, I need to be able to see the screen. I need to know what are the buttons which are on the screen because what uh, voice control takes as inputs are the buttons. So literally, you know, I'm just giving a simple example. So literally one has to tell voice control, okay, stand up, stand straight, uh, move your left foot forward, right foot forward move your hand towards the glass, something like that. You have to really give it step-by-step step based on the buttons on the screen. With Louis, it's very different. You have to be familiar with the entire UI before you can use voice control effectively. Completely. Earlier, it used to be numbers on the screen. Now, it's a combination of numbers and buttons, so you can speak the buttons also. But you're absolutely right that you've got to be able to see it and you've got to know it very well. In the case of Louis, I don't need to know anything because Louis, like I said, is a virtual friend sitting right there on the phone screen. It takes my voice commands and it will take care of all the buttons that it needs to press, uh, you know, to get my work done. So if I say, Louis, get me a glass of water, literally, you know, then it's Louis's job to figure out, you know, what all buttons to press and uh, get a glass of water. So there's a very dramatic difference uh, between the two. Well, it sounds like Louis can be much more functional and very easy to use than voice control on an iOS device. I'll give you another example. Like, for example, let's take Uber. Now, Uber, often it happens that we have booked a ride. And for some reason, I want to cancel it. Right. And uh, if you've got to do it in a, within a certain time frame, otherwise there are penalties. Now, normally what will happen, I won't know how to cancel it. Right. How, how, or where the button may be. So, Louis, I just say cancel my ride and, you know, uh, it, it goes and press, presses the cancel button, pop-up, it handles the pop-up as well, and the task is done. So, th- so that's the approach we have taken. Well, and I heard the demos, and it really seemed like it was more akin to interacting with an Echo device or something like that, where it was a little bit more intelligent about what you were trying to do. Absolutely. So that brings me to another set of differences. So it's more similar, I would say, to the voice assistants. Alexa, uh, uh, Google Assisted, Siri. But again, there again, I would point out three, three again, uh, very b- basic differences. So the first one is that uh, Louis will do each and everything within a supported app. Now, if you take, uh, let's say, the voice assistants, they'll typically do two or three things. So if you take, try Siri or a Google Assistant, they'll do two or three things. Uh, same with Alexa. Second big difference is that Louis does continuous voice interaction. So if you have to get Uber booking done, then Louis has to be continuously handholding the, the, the user, uh, telling them what options are there, taking the commands. So it has to be continuous handholding. 
And the third difference is that Louis is a smart. So Louis, you can start off from any screen of the app that it supports. It will figure it out. It will start from wherever the user is. Uh, voice assistants, if you see and you can try it out, they are programmed in a way that they'll always start from where you know in from the beginning. So you can't open a certain app and you tell Siri, okay, Siri, do this for me. I mean, it it doesn't work like that actually. So there's a you know, like I said, because it's built keeping a blind person in mind, the entire approach has been very different. This is really intriguing. Can you demonstrate Louis doing a simple task? Yes, I would love to. So you've mentioned Uber many times, including how you got the idea for Louie in the first place when your friend was walking you through all the decisions for hailing an Uber ride. Can you start by demonstrating Uber? Okay. Hey, Louie. Hello, Framit. Good to see you. Which app would you like to use? YouTube or Uber or WhatsApp? Uber. Say or spell destination. Park Plaza. Park Plaza Guru Gram, would you like to select this location? Yes. Let's select a ride. Moto, 152 rupees. Uber Go. Uber Go, 2, 104 rupees. Select. Your pickup location is Hotel Radisson. Your destination is Park Plaza Guru Gram. Payment method, test payment. Good to go with Uber Go. Confirm. Your booking is confirmed. Your driver is eight minutes away. Driver profile, 5.0 star rating, white Chevrolet Aveo. Call or message driver. Message. Speak your message. I'm wearing a blue shirt. Got it. Send. Message sent. That was pretty slick. How about if you show us how it works with YouTube? All right. YouTube. Please tell me the name of the video you want to search for. Happy Original. Pharrell Williams Happy, official music video, 4 minutes, 1 second. Would you like to play this video? Yes. Okay, playing video. Skipping ad. It might seem crazy video pause. Forward, 37 seconds. Forwarding. Comment. Speak your comment. Hey, this is a great one. Got it. Send. Comment added. Share video. Okay, sharing on WhatsApp. Say contact name. Boss. Video shared, going back to YouTube. That is so cool. How does it work with contacts? Contact. Create a new contact or search for an existing contact. New contact. Please speak the number you want to save. Plus one, two zero three four five eight two eight two nine. Say or spell the name by which you want to save this contact. William. Contact saved William. Delete. William contact has been deleted. Edit. Want to edit name or number? Name. Say or spell the new name. Godfather. Okay, name edited. Block. Okay, contact blocked. And let's hear how this works with WhatsApp. All right. What's up? Latest chat. Boss, 10.49 a.m. Simran, yesterday. Go to Godfather. 
Opening chat. Received. Today. This message contains contact card. Do you want to save this contact? Yes. Say or spell contact name. Tech Guru. Saved. Create a new group. Say contact name. Godfather. Add. Say contact name. Boss. Set the name of the group. My Mentors. Group created. Share location. Current location or live location. Current. Current location shared. Group call. Voice call or video call. Video call. Starting video call. Video call. Reach out to Pramit. Call or WhatsApp. Plus nine one nine eight one one eight eight six zero zero one. Email P R A M I T at L O U I E V O I C E dot com. Your demonstration included several apps that blind people frequently use. I take it that Louis is tuned to work with specific apps, not across the entire operating system. That's correct. So the technology that we use allows us to actually work on, both on the screen as well as under the screen, under the hood, so to say. So what we can do is that we can work, uh, let's say, on top of the screen on any app. So you'll, even uh, using Louis, you will actually see most apps uh, opening up and moving from one screen to another. And we can also work with APIs where we don't need to open the app. Now, what this means is that this gives us huge flexibility. Even when a screen is open, I can actually work under the screen. So theoretically, Louis can uh, voice enable any app. But you're right, it has to be done on an app-to-app -app basis and not as a general solution because that's simply not uh, possible. Yes, because every app is a little bit different and how you interact with every app is a little bit different. But I would guess that you are slowly expanding the number of apps for which Louis can be used. Absolutely. So right now we are working on uh, four different apps. So just to, uh, just to give you a flavor, email, Facebook Messenger, Google search, because that's something being able to browse around, read articles and being able to read any kind of document, including uh, a scanned PDF document, uh, because we have just integrated image recognition with Louis. So the other thing what we've been doing is trying to solve the problems that visually impaired community faces. So, for example, images. Now, uh, Louis, uh, for example, in the messenger would be able to read a text message and equally easily be able to tell a user there is an image, this uh, describe the image as well as read uh, text on the image. Similarly, a lot of areas around the world do not have a stable internet or very extremely expensive internet. So Louis can work uh, with for apps which can work without internet, Louis works without internet as well. Oh, I'm impressed. I assumed with all that AI built in that it had to go to the cloud to pick up some of its power. Right. Absolutely. So, of course, uh, when you're working o o offline, the accuracy is maybe about 70%. But then, uh, you know, uh, it at least allows you to do your critical tasks. Like, uh, let's say I'm somewhere, there's no internet, I want to call somebody, text message somebody, right? Uh, I think that task, it does beautifully, actually. So you mentioned that you have users from all over the world. What languages does Louis work in? Okay, so we got users currently in 90 plus countries. Uh, right now, it's only in English. So uh, like I said, going forward, I think we have got uh, three tasks clearly cut out for us. 
So one is to voice enable more apps and solve more problems. The second is to get onto platforms such as uh, iPhones. And the third one is to get into more languages. So the next two languages that we're going to take on and hopefully in the next four or five months. So the first one would be Spanish and alongside uh, Hindi, uh, which is uh, used by a lot of people in India. Sounds like this is an application that benefits you yourself, but you know it takes a lot of technologists to put something like this together. How did this project gel? All right. So, you know, uh, I'll just go back a little bit. So I was doing consulting. I went to meet a managing director of a venture capital company. It's a large Silicon Valley-based company. They're also big in India. And uh, he heard my story and out of, suddenly out of the blue, he says, why don't you build apps for uh, visually impaired people like yourself? And it sort of shook me. So he said, at a personal level, I'll help you. And he was true to his word. So I think uh, that happened. And then there was a chance meeting I had with a friend. I had gone to meet him. And uh, he, on the way back, he offered to book Uber for me. He took my smartphone. He kept asking me questions and I kept giving the selections and voila, the booking was done. And, you know, on the way back in Uber, I just thought that was some wonderful experience. It was convenient. And yet as a visually impaired, I want to be independent and I want to be in control. And here I was the one calling the shots. I never felt out of control. So that is when the thought for Louis came. And I said, oh boy, if I can build a virtual friend right there on the phone screen, which does exactly what my human friend does. And that's what really got Louis voice the... And how big is your team now? Okay, so we are about uh, 13 people. Wow. So apart from me, there are three more uh, visually impaired. The visually impaired uh, team members are essentially into testing and defining the user experience. So that whole user experience is actually what is really critical. And then we got uh, six uh, developers. We got a couple of people in the marketing. So it makes up uh, for a team of uh, 13. Pramit, what is your vision for how the Louis tools will be developed in the future? Okay, so I think two ways is, that, is how I sort of look at it. Now, in a pure technology sense, the way we are trying to gradually build it is more like a platform. Uh, when I say platform, what I mean is that where Louis Voice is really like a platform on which other apps can come and integrate. Uh, so it's a bit like uh, Alexa. You can uh, create your own skills and uh, put it on uh, Alexa. So we want to create uh, something similar like an SDK, which will allow uh, other apps to maybe do 70, 80% of the work. We do the last 20% integration, but which will allow us with limited resources to be able to bring a lot many more apps on the platform. So that's one. Secondly, from a user perspective, the way I would like to ideally build uh, Louis over the next three to five years is to make Louis like a completely integral friend in our life. So Louis understand the needs of a visually impaired, your, your uh, day begins in the morning with an alarm, with news, with, uh, you know, schedule and whatever else. And then, you know, moving around with uh, Uber or whichever other uh, taxi service. So, you know, basically it's there the whole day. I can do practically everything on the phone uh, with just voice command. So that's really, uh, you know, I would say the final uh, vision. Yeah, that's the hope, hopefully, because uh, uh, so we currently have investors in India, US and uh, Singapore. And of course, uh, the thing that they keep pointing out is that, look, there is only a certain amount number of apps or problems that you can solve with your own resources. So you've got to create a platform where SDK where others can come in and do it themselves. And what is the funding model for Louis? Right now, you know, though I call it a social venture because there is a very clear social objective that we have, but otherwise it's structured just like any other tech startup would be in US. So we got uh, investors. 
So as we go forward, uh, you know, the core model, uh, revenue model that we're really looking at is uh, saying that, look, as these companies voice enable their apps, can we charge the companies? So ideally, uh, we would like to not charge the users or if at all uh, we have to do it, we want to keep it highly affordable. So that's the approach I want to take because one part of accessibility, I strongly believe we talk of accessibility typically in terms of screen readers. Is it accessible with voiceover? But I think one part of accessibility is also affordability. I can I afford it? And I think a project like this will be a waste if only 2% of the people can afford it and use it. And, uh, you know, it's got to be highly accessible for everybody across the world. Well, especially with unemployment being so high among the visually impaired community, if you can make it, if not free, at least very affordable to the user and have the supplier pay for creating the capability, that's a great model. Absolutely. So that's the intent. (laughs) Well, it sounds like this has really been a fun venture for you and something that you must use daily in your own life. Oh, yes. I'm the biggest user and the biggest critic of uh, Louis. <laughs> so I can tell you there is a, still a massive amount of work to be done. I mean, despite whatever, whosoever, you know, people may say great work, etc. But, you know, often I, I get in touch. I speak to a lot of users directly and I keep pushing them. Tell me how to improve it. Uh, you know, because sometimes something like saying nice app doesn't really help. But when somebody comes back and says, you know, this didn't work or why don't you make it work this way? This will be really better. Do this, do that. All that helps. And that's what does. So a lot of focus right now is on user feedback. What a creative idea. And I wish you guys a lot of success with it. Thank you so much. You are listening to Eyes on Success. 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 Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about the Louis voice control system, including how to get the app and how to contact Promet directly. Promet, if people are interested in learning more about Louis and or acquiring the app, how would they go about that? All right. So to acquire the app, just head over to Google Play Store. Louis is listed there as Louis Voice Control. And remember, Louis spelled out as L-O-U-I-E. Or you can just type in voice control as well. Even then, you will get the Louis listing. Uh, It's uh, free to download. And if you would like to get in touch with me, my email ID is there in the Play Store description. But I would anyway uh, spell it out right now as well. So it is pramit at louisvoice.com, where pramit is spelled out as P-R-A-M-I-T. And like I had already mentioned, Louis is spelled out as L-O-U-I-E. So Pramit at louisvoice.com. Do you have a website? Yes. So we have a website also, which is www.louisvoice.com. And a social media presence? Yes. So we do have a presence. So I'll be happy to share that. We are across on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn as well. In some cases, in my name, in some cases as Louis Voice. But you've sent us all of that, and we'll have that in the show notes. Right. Thank you. And of course, you'll be able to find all of that contact information in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. That's it for show number 2121. Next week on Eyes on Success, we will be talking with Larry Skutkan about his life, career, and his new venture in retirement. He worked for many years for the American Printing House for the Blind as a technology specialist, 
and he has many, many interesting stories to tell. And that was certainly a fun interview. We hope you'll join us for that next week. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.